listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm feeling like New Zealand. Charge it to the Amex. Gotta use that latex so she living like a princess. They don't wake you up in private. Let a nigga sleep. I got houses on the mountain. Man, Will Smith lived down the street. Got that generation money. My grandkids are assholes. Stacking something dummy. Every verse I got got cash flow. Monaco, they love me. I'm wearing something ugly, but they don't know I'm rich though. So my do-rag looking stuffy. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on, uh, tuesday is that right yes is that what, is that what day it is everybody mm. <laughs> uh, uh it all blends together when you have fun is what i'm saying um it really does we are in the house on a tuesday uh oh that's right because karen was off yesterday on a monday that's right it so it throw my work week off too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i appreciate you being here anyway mm-hmm. uh we are um you know live on crowdcast for everybody that wants to listen to the show live see our beautiful faces on camera and uh hang out in the chat with all the other uh folks that are problematic just go to crowdcast.io and um you know join up man just follow us on social media you know uh and when we post a post you know just come on in there man make sure you follow us on crowdcast you'll get email updates you can set it to let you know whenever we're about to go live and all those things um the official weapon of the show is a taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day number what day is it a lot 573 for bobby schmerder to be locked up in jail on two million dollars bail Mm-hmm. that's right y'all did i say bullet ball extreme i don't remember bullet ball extreme yeah bullet ball extreme y'all know what i'm saying uh <laughs> it's all like i said it's all blending together um but yeah it's a it's a big day a lot of stuff has been happening a lot of news so we'll you know it's just me and karen like this we'll get right into it and tomorrow if everything goes right we should have a guest from a new a podcast that you guys may or may not be familiar with it's called medium popcorn um and uh you guys already know uh brandon collins um who's one half of the comedy outliers um who you know you hopefully you guys are familiar with i hope i love the the theme song yeah and then he has a new uh he has another Mm co-host also named last name brown i don't know if him mike are related we will ask tomorrow (laughs) yes we'll find out but uh his name is justin brown and they do a show called medium popcorn which for my money i i mean i know there's a lot of shows out there best theme song in podcasting period yes it is I, can i please play you guys the opening theme song please. i think i think you guys need to hear it because we 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 absolutely lo- are in love with this song let's see if stitcher will play it oh wait what are you doing <laughs> We are two diggers for the movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins, that's me. And Jason Brown for your movie needs. Medium popcorn. Woo. You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get this on your phone. Woo-hoo. 
we seen that every time every time it's so <laughs> it's good the best i binged all day episodes it's crazy y'all um at any rate hopefully they'll be here tomorrow and i know for sure i'll be on their podcast for next week when we review uh my favorite movie or maybe second favorite movie of all time probably second favorite movie of all time but it's the last dragon so mm-hmm. everybody knows i stand for the last I dragon i am the last dragon mm-hmm. move your pizza to daddy green's pizza okay catches bullets with his teeth catches bullets with his teeth nigga, nigga please. please oh i love that movie mm-hmm. eating popcorn with chopsticks yes uh at any rate we'll be doing that tomorrow hopefully so be here or be square uh i think it's at 5 30 so um all right let's just talk about life okay guys things are going on everybody's having a good time um and i put this on my facebook page and i want to reiterate it here a whole lot of people shared this which i'm happy that y'all shared it and i hope you guys um i hope you internalize it and i hope that you uh understand what i'm saying and and i'm not saying you can't do anything i would never tell anybody what they can and cannot do but in case you're feeling pressure which i've seen over the last few weeks a lot of people responding to basically the racist tauntings right of their white friends co-workers colleagues (laughs) acquaintances and all this shit you know uh i think black people in general we are compelled to be understood we are compelled to explain sometimes um uh, and i've seen just people take screenshot after screenshot after screenshot of just like look at this exchange i had with this person look at this exchange i had with this ignorant person and you can see it wearing people down and you're losing faith in your friends and Mm -hmm. and all this stuff and and all these relationships are just falling to the wayside and stuff which you know i completely understand i just want you to know dear black person it is not your responsibility to spend all day on facebook or twitter or instagram or anywhere else where you're probably going to have fun or escape for a minute or catch up with friends and stories and stuff right it's not your responsibility to go on there all day trying to educate ignorant white folks take care of yourself you don't have to do it if you want to no one's gonna stop you have fun do you know if that's your thing some people that's their area expertise some people wake up every day like i can't wait to educate some ignorant folks and we need people like that in the world as well but if you just work at costco and you don't feel like doing that shit then don't yeah is 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 one uh many of these people are disingenuous they have not tried to learn on their own Mm -hmm. uh simple things like people that respond all lives matter matter to when you say uh black lives matter right mm-hmm. how many times have you seen that on facebook or twitter and you know i got those people up out of my life but there's so many people that are dealing with it and i see it all the time mm-hmm. that person i guarantee you never took a second to be like let me go google this and find out why all lives matter is offensive let me go read one article no they come into your space on social media it's your space so you got to protect it and they demand the explanation and they demand your labor in explaining it and you don't have to do that no you don't you're human too take you know you are free to take care of yourself without having to worry about what the fuck they think about you because it's really it really doesn't matter so feel free because uh, you know white people like to pretend to be ignorant mm-hmm. 
and, and people in general pretend to be ignorant but white people is what we're talking about today white people will pretend to be ignorant but ask them a detail about game of thrones mm-hmm they uh why does all lives matter offensive how come when a lannister says uh lannister never never forgets his debts and lannister always pays his debts how come that's a how come that's scary how come people get scared when they hear that oh well you know the red wedding and then you know of course uh you know back during the reign of the main king uh, the mad king uh it was what you want to pay attention to you know the battle of the five kings of course that happened and then uh you know the you know and when you look back at ned starks uh you know his love life was never what it was supposed to be but he was a faithful man he would never cheat on his wife i mean think about it look at the coward go back to the tower of joy right if you go back to the tower of joy i mean and i think that uh liana and rygar were in love okay see and you're like uh so why do you know why the rebel flag is racist oh no it's just a flag for southern pride so you ain't do no research you ain't read nothing ever the resurgence of it the how it was going and when it came back during civil rights because it don't matter now i don't want to bother you know i read seven more of these gr martin books but uh uh, i mean i'm reading the winds of winter for the 17th time whatever the fuck they call yeah, like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's why i say you say i do not waste my time yeah i personally cannot do it it is not my responsibility and neither is it yours if you choose to wonderful but if you tap out you have the right to tap out i don't know why people think that every black person that they run into has to uh be their personal google fucking alert to tell them and inform them and educate them when like i said before and i will stand by this most of the time they don't give a fuck a lot of times they just want to irritate you they don't want to know they got the same news channels you got they got the same internet you got they don't want to know nope i know a bunch of shit i don't want to know and i don't even want to know it come on dog i don't want to know nothing about the kardashians i know everything about the kardashians everything dog a lot of times it's from the people that say they fucking hate them i'm just saying you always end up knowing some shit on the internet unless it's about race then nobody knows nothing right don't don't fall for the okie doke y'all um all right let's get, <laughs> tell them that black people exist in westeros and see if they'll maybe we can sneak one by them i don't know and be like we're gonna start explaining shit to them like game of thrones yeah and that was when king martin luther i'm from house jackson when he tried to take over the southern kingdom and the south of westeros and uh he started king's rebellion it was a peaceful rebellion use a lot of non-violent tactics which is very different for the game of thrones but these people were slaughtered mm-hmm, until killing him made him a martyr and then they were able to broker a trust with uh you well you would know him as the lannisters but uh some people would call him the president and they were able to cause a truce where they passed the right for pe- black people to vote in the in westeros remember that and they'll be like I, I don't know i have to read that book it's right here in this history book mm-hmm. yeah this chapter and that's what or maybe we just start lying to them and telling them that that's where all the the um what do you call it? where all the ideas and inspiration came from in the universe oh oh see okay that's why you don't understand yeah see <laughs> this is very interesting uh dorn is actually detroit so you need to look into the history of detroit mm-hmm. specifically detroit red who you may know as malcolm x you need to check that whole story out because you'll be surprised how much him and the freaky prince got in common yeah mm-hmm. uh 
uh but yeah they be knowing that shit till you talk about some motherfucking um some race then they don't know anything nothing and if you won't explain it to me how am i gonna figure it out i don't have google my fingers don't work mm, bitch go read and find out for yourself uh bernie sanders finally sold out just another establishment politician protecting the old guard he endorsed hillary clinton of course he did Mm-mm-mm. where are your morals hmm? stick to your guns so you just gonna accept that you lost because you lost in every category that's measurable come on man really just because you lost in delegates super delegates popular vote you just gonna you you just gonna quit okay buddy i guess if this is your revolution i mean cersei would have burned up the whole set that's all i'm saying but bernie just yeah. gonna bernie just gonna quit he even hugged um he even hugged her he even hugged hillary clinton his face did not look it was an awkward hug it wasn't the smoothest uh, let's see if I let me close with this to everyone here and everyone across the country who poured your heart and soul into Senator Sanders' campaign. Thank you. Thank you. proud of the campaign we ran. It was a campaign about issues, not insults. And our country desperately needs your voices and involvement. And so does this campaign. And so does the Democratic Party. Because you know what? We need to take back the Senate and take back the House and make sure we have Democratic governors and Democratic state legislators. Mm-hmm um so yeah he um he finally bit the bullet man finally said it's uh it's time to to let it go let hillary get that w good Mm -hmm. get on get on as karen would say well i'm gonna miss bernie okay well he had uh but jl had a great bernie impression too um he moved hillary to the left as a you know what's funny um and i guess i should take time out to gloat since you know i was right about everything about him mm-hmm. um it is funny how right i was and it's funny to see people come back in hindsight and say um the things that i that i was saying from the beginning which is mm-hmm. he won't win but maybe he can move hillary to the left a little bit which he was successful in doing he was to adopt some of his um platforms as opposed to you know letting those uh talking points go unanswered you know because hillary is such a machine she just is like okay i'll just co-opt that into what i talk about now and that'll be an issue for me um the other thing that i said was that uh bernie sanders is not here for the black vote nope i said that from jump uh, i thought he could earn it I don't know if there's ever been an election where the black vote was more up for grabs than it was this time. Like, I don't know if that's ever happened before. Black people did not want to vote for Hillary Clinton, and it's not a secret. Right. You, like, every, like, even people that support Hillary Clinton are like, girl, I, I, 
i guess i'm gonna go on down here and vote for hillary like it's not (laughs) a you got that shirt there about think it's about me oh yeah (laughs) yeah so i got a uh girl i guess i'm with her shirt y'all yes we went out to put where we go mccallister deli yes this black woman saw me in that shirt and she was like oh that is i love that shirt where you get that from i was like i just got it off teespring she was like oh i gotta get my husband that shirt they come in black too yes i was like yeah thank you and i was with karen and when she left she was like yeah my husband gonna get that shirt too because that's how he be with me girl i guess and i was like like, this is not what this shirt is about like that would be low-key insulting to karen (laughs) you missed the point you think i'm walking around with on my chest like girl i guess (sighs) i'm with her right roll eyes emoji on my shirt (laughs) pointing it with an arrow pointing to karen like clapping hand emojis girl i guess i'm with her right i like living i don't want to start no shit i like living ah! i had no idea that shirt would even be interpreted that way but i guess people that aren't like necessarily into the political campaign right. or see know the slogans maybe they, they just, just think i don't like my wife ah! wait wait it's like a shirt for cheetahs or something <laughs> so i see you not too enthused about the choices you made in life girl i know my shirt speaks for me right but yeah they thought it meant girl i guess i'm with my wife yes. anyway and then she I goes guess get, I'm with this bitch the what's funny is that she was happy about it and wanted to get one for her husband if i was her husband i'd be like no nah, baby i love being with you please don't do that no i ain't trying to get cussed out by somebody else or maybe it's just like she is a handful and she know it true, true. so i don't know either way <laughs> that's how everybody is right now like girl i guess i'm with hillary like you don't really see people i mean okay white women but that she's like that beyonce it's not fair like it's i understand why they rooting so hard for for her you know like it's a little different for white women um they've been waiting for this their whole lives mm-hmm. but uh everybody else is kind of like oh, it's just no, no trump just 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 talk your way through it at the, at the polls just anybody no trump anybody but him All right so um my man uh terrell jermaine star who i believe goes by like russian star on twitter or something like that um he's a really cool dude uh behind the scenes he had emailed me a long time ago after bernie so black uh he had emailed me and said would i like to go and i talked about it on the show at the time but would i like to go on reddit and i would get a blue check mark and everything uh and be a, a reddit a certified reddit user but i would go on reddit and help the bernie sanders fans basically learn how to talk to black people and about black issues and i said absolutely not (laughs) i would not like to do that at all unnecessary stress (laughs) that sounds like hell he's tone deaf racist just just (laughs) it's like but we not as racist as trump like that's not good enough man i don't i wouldn't hang out with y'all either y'all are terrible people we won't we we won't burn you we'll just hang you bitch what what's the difference well yeah i almost got um got that you know position basically which i did not want um but so he wrote this article it's called how bernie sanders lost black voters and i'm not gonna lie man when i was watching this or when i was reading this i mean i i was damn near partying you know because i felt relief like can not like i want to go back to every person i had to block right and just be like so now do you understand you know what i mean like you talked so much shit about me come on dog. you harassed me you know motherfuckers were calling my phone like 
y'all went the whole extra fucking mile and the only thing i ever said was yeah this dude does not seem to want our vote as black people and marching with king 50 years ago is not good enough Mm -hmm. and you can't rest on that because he's starting to smell like a fraud because we don't see him doing things for black people now or since that that there's a 50 year gap in your activism and now you want to call out people like john lewis to the carpet like nah dog like we don't believe you you need more people and you don't really seem to know how to even talk to us or about us Mm-mm. so it was like you know when when i started reading this article i'm not gonna lie look 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 mm-hmm. look, look, look i was looking for a reason yeah you yeah um, yeah you you cool because yeah looking that was period looking for revenge all summer 16 mm-hmm. i was yeah 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 cause. i was reading this shit like but then you know i calmed down because you know i'm not gonna let my anger take over mm. you know it's happened to me and uh you know i was harassed and shit but end of the day um it's sad he let us all down honestly right, right because the, the the thing is is that he could have beat her if he would have catered to us um i think like you said he served his purpose as far as pushing hillary to the left but he never cared about the black votes and the thing is he had a base that didn't care anything about black issues a lot of times lgbt issues they didn't care anything about those issues um anytime he was questioned about anything always pivoted back to the economy always pivoted back to getting jobs bitch i have a job but i'm still dealing with goddamn racism and this is from black person so it's like you're not really solving or you don't want you don't want to take the time to answer i live in north carolina not one commercial not one commercial flash on my tv no that's not true we definitely saw a commercial i remember because you said is that a bernie sanders commercial i said yes that was one okay that was one we saw a commercial i saw a commercial just just one i'm sorry i take that back you got one we were both sitting in this room and we both looked on the tv like the fuck was that and it was 30 45 (laughs) seconds of i'm bernie sanders and then it went off my fucking tv Mm -hmm. versus all the hillary clinton commercials that we got mm-hmm. um so look here's all right first of all before we even get to this don't forget that this slander is brought to you by loot crate okay uh this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchise go to lootcratecom slash tbgwt enter off the code tbgwt and get three dollars off any new subscription july make sure you guys sign up by the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time because the uh july theme is futuristic so we'll explain what that means later the point being bernie ain't got no future right no he don't all the past for him Mm-mm, he don't like and like i said you real calm cool and collected because me Mm-mm. fuck you right well you've been like that for a long time mm-hmm. but I've, I've been adamant because i 100 percent was was being honest uh, he still could have earned my vote at any point uh he still could have earned my support at any point um it really wasn't that hard in my opinion um hillary just seemed to want it more and he did not seem to want it uh if he would have got the nomination i would have happily voted for him uh over trump it's not like i don't have the anything against him personally i just don't feel i don't i don't feel any animosity towards him other than 
he did not care to make the the easiest simplest case that economic justice and racial racial justice are tied at the hip but they're they're different and you can't just one will not fix the other because you know uh uh racism will persist even when during good times bad times when people have jobs when people don't have jobs it affects more than just can someone get a job but what kind of job is it how much do they get paid for that job things of this nature you know he had no problem promising uh ways to get women equal pay but you know who else don't get equal pay black people you know who else don't get equal pay women who aren't white uh get less than that you know what i mean so like like you promised time free education but a lot of that free education wouldn't going to go to hbcus yeah i yeah i don't know the inner workings of his free education platform to be quite honest i knew he was going to tax wall street uh percentage on some of their uh transactions i don't know how the money would have been allotted you know maybe just the public universities but you know we'll see it at the point or we won't see now but the point being um the vote was up for grabs and this article goes to detail how his former staffers say the campaign and it's gonna find, sound real familiar for people who've listened to the show for a while and remember a couple months ago when we covered uh in fucking with black people the gop uh the black voters of the gop and the black outreach staffers said their funding was cut and they all pretty much left there was only one guy left doing all the work because everyone else went on to other things because they never got the money to do black outreach uh they were promised all this money to get the black vote out especially after they lost uh in 2012 to obama um there was this like well black people just don't know and we need to do more outreach and they immediately didn't get any funding they you know even though they created these groups and these outreach programs nothing was ever done with them and they were hot they were and more than hot they were they were sad right they were let down like you promised this and we didn't get it and this is what's very similar because these staffers basically said that they didn't get the resources they needed they never figured out how to connect the black audiences and that marginalized black media um he was kind of afraid to do black media ask elon james white about that come on dog um because black voters were frustrated with the current crop of candidates and couldn't wait to jump ship to somebody um but you have to make the case you know and you know i've seen all kinds of excuses even still in the wake of this utter failing and his own staff telling you he failed i've seen people be like well black media didn't do enough the media never does the candidates work for him unless it's somebody like trump whose entire platform is to be on tv right but the media won't do your work for you no one's stopping you from doing interviews no one's stopping you from making the case yourself no one's stopping this dude he decided not to do certain things um but Hil- uh sanders was clobbered by hillary uh clinton among black voters in state after state after state including some where sanders either won white voters or lost them narrowly the gap made it all but impossible for him to win the nomination um while his staff did believe that he was sincere roy tatum the campaign's former deputy director for african-american outreach said uh but he said that he felt that neither campaign manager jeff weaver nor other high-ranking figures throughout sanders uh thought sanders could overcome hillary's uh appeal to black voters i think they felt that the relationship with hillary was so strong that they didn't have confidence in doing much of anything to change it some people felt he had a better chance at winning the latino vote and the millennial vote than the black vote and he did anyone who knows black voters 
um and and sanders clearly didn't knows that clinton did not have them on lock Mm -hmm. black people started with a better relationship with her but familiarity doesn't equal votes right she also lost to barack obama in 08 uh yeah in 08 yeah because she pulled the same tactic he did i don't need them black votes well not just that but you know it was it was what about the familiarity and black people were voting for her at first but he proved to be a better candidate and was making the case for racial issues much more eloquently than she was yes sir and people gravitated toward he gives a speech on race and people go whoa who is this dude you know like that's it doesn't take much uh demoralized by police killings left even further behind by economic inequality held back by, for generations by structural racism black people were primed for a political revolution sanders was ready to lead one from the time he announced his campaign in april 2015 his crusade against economic inequality galvanizing the sleeping sector of the populace that felt left out of the political process but sanders seldom trained that same impassioned rhetoric on problems that so many black voters wanted to address police brutality white supremacy and the ways in which economic inequality is inextricable from race it may have been white privilege or simply cultural ignorance of black people in our plights well how could he be ignorant of our culture when all he does is protest for us every day the vermont senator who built a movement on lofty promises like universal health care and free college dismissed reparations for black people as very divisive always divisive when it get to us right he even said at one point white people need uh well yeah uh white people should get reparations too he appeared not to realize you can't simply deliver the same speech on economic equality to a room full of black people in atlanta that you would to a room full of white people in iowa for african-americans he never connected the dots from a practical perspective tara dowdell or dowdle uh a political strategist uh, who has worked local state and federal campaigns told me how could this measurably improve your life and his colorblind approach to economics ignores the fact that this is the united states of america where policy and economics and race are tied put it another way it takes more than marching with mlk to win black votes yes sir um you know it basically you know he didn't put the money into it um and that just killed him we had to go through so many hoops to get resources it felt like we had to fill out credit card applications every time we asked for something tatum told me on the phone that's how it felt tatum said he and marcus farrell the former african-american outreach director for the campaign had access to weaver but he said it felt as though neither weaver nor other high-ranking figures in the campaign ever believed sanders had a shot winning black voters from clinton farrell declined to discuss his time with sanders campaign when i reached out for comment weaver did not respond to repeated requests for comment um so yeah it's you know it's not it's it's not to me that it was never rocket science and for the people that wanted to argue about the shit man well look this is the people on the inside telling you the same thing you know the, the dude just did not make the connections you know just like the fact that you want to talk about wall street corruption well the entire collapse of 08 and 07 was based on these faulty home loans that targeted who black people right so racism started this economic crisis and you can't make the connection this is your area of expertise this is something that not only are your white millennial um anti-establishment people gonna get upset about but it's something black people get very upset about to this day and many many politicians have never made that connection but you you could have you get people talking that way you know 
how was it gonna change your message that much to be like oh and yeah it was racist too like 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 it was not enough reason to be mad at wall street already throw that in there too man how do you not do that um so yeah um he also talked to danny glover not that danny glover uh, <laughs> not that one uh but uh yeah. not the other one either he was he was at the, uh he was a 2015 uh, well in the spring he joined the campaign as a director for outreach to his to historically black colleges and universities uh hbcus he believed he could p- help pull millions of young uh black people into senators ca- uh, the senator's cause as a pr- black progressive glover was drawn to sanders message of free college dismantling wall street and rectifying economic inequality surely glover believed he could get his black students to feel the same enthusiasm for sanders as the young white folks who screened the senator's name and packed arenas across the country but it didn't, didn't take long for him to feel that the campaign had no real interest in interest in converting young black progressives into pow, a powerful voting block that could have made sanders truly competitive against clinton mm-hmm. it'd have been a lot closer glover said he was never given a staff to help him match the crowds of white 20 somethings it was viewed as something that we just had to do glover said over the phone we threw some resources to it to say we did it but they didn't put as many people behind it as they should have glover said that stops uh that stops were cut uh from sanders tour of hbcus after the south carolina primary so they didn't even go to all the visits they were supposed to Mm-mm. in late february he said he was told by superiors that there wasn't enough money to continue them sanders campaign raised 44 million dollars in march which yeah. is the best performance to date yeah he had the money just didn't want to spend it mm-hmm. glover said the campaign money for the hbcu tour always came at the last minute leaving him scrambling to pay vendors which is a huge pet peeve of of mine like so the black people got to wait on their money right some black members of sanders staff whom i met covering the campaign told me they felt that the white boys they put it including weaver did not appreciate how much sanders needed the black vote to win the nomination yeah pure arrogance it's the same shit with hillary in 08 it's the same shit just pure arrogance like we don't need those votes bitch our votes count as much as everybody else come on this ain't three-fifths dog this a whole last vote come get it uh visit the morehouse college in atlanta in february illustrated the campaign's tendency to fumble when it did try to reach black voters the problem was not limited to white members of the of the campaign staff kathy tyler executive director for strategic communications at morehouse college told me that a black representative of the sanders campaign was rude to her staff during the final hours of the rally that took place on campus um tyler said the staffers behavior was so bad that she called campaign headquarters in burlington to complain i've done rallies with vice president joe biden a few months before so uh i know how to work with secret service and i know how to work with advanced teams uh bernie's team they were new to the game i guess a series of last minute changes to the program she and glover had worked on for more than two months caused some chaos tyler said she wanted hbcu students to get ticketed first to enter the event the campaign refused she said and the audience at the rally was mostly white right so you go to an hbcu to talk to black people but let's make sure we get a mostly white audience in because i don't want them black kids getting in first it wasn't like you were at an hbcu tyler said or the mostly white audience at the rally once you got in that room it could have been any place um they also missed the opportunity to work with black-owned businesses that was set to do uh the staging for the rally at the campaign's last minute request they got switched out 
this is an opportunity at one of the most prestigious african-american colleges and universities in the country to really build a relationship with their black business community who knows what kind of stories of bernie they could have gone out and told but we chopped it off before we had it had a chance to materialize we left a bad taste in their mouths right um one one staffer who spoke on the condition of anonymity told me that the outreach's team efforts to make inroads with black media were consistently blocked by the campaign which included denying requests for interviews and access to the campaign that's like i said shout out to elon james white who tried to book that interview more than once and kept getting shot down right and not to mention sanders completely ducked him one time for an interview that he had scheduled uh the staffer said the campaign feared that engaging black media might expose sanders weakness in articulating how his economics heavy platform would benefit black voters the staffer said that the campaign even tried to block me from covering a visit by sanders uh to atlanta for fusion because i had reported critically on the senator in the past simone sanders the campaign's former national press secretary who is black categorically denied the allegation during a phone interview and she defended the campaign's commitment to reaching out to black voters i stand behind the work that the campaign did i'm proud of it again there's always room for improvement there's always things that people look back and say we could have done better people that weren't on the inside looking on the outside everyone could always point fingers she went on but as a person who was there on the ground i could tell you that the campaign had a staunch commitment to reaching out to communities of colors that same former staffer told me that sanders campaign had no real interest in engaging black voters or in, in reporters who wanted to engage the campaign on issues important to them such as challenging the union protections that police have when they are accused of killing black people it was always a dog and pony show when it came to black outreach the former staffer said mm-hmm. so mm-hmm, yep it was just uh and it goes on and on for a while uh at one point they mentioned me you know i got oh yeah the own uh says um let's see what second is this what makes accounts of the former senator staffers particularly troubling is that the senator according to his liberal mostly white supporters was supposed to be the ideal candidate for black people for one his supporters argue that black people should want to no part of clinton for her vigorous support of her husband's disastrous 1994 crime bill which sanders voted for by the way and the 1996 welfare reform sanders supporters also remind us of her assertion that super predators are roaming the streets in the 90s comments for which she has only expressed some regret this year the senator on the other hand attended the march on washington and if you want visual proof sanders supporters often tweet the image of him being arrested at the university of chicago in 1963 when black female activists led a disruption at the nat reeves nation progressive political conference last year some white people tweeted in defense of uh, sanders paternalistically claiming black people simply didn't know enough about his civil rights record the online arrogance became so pronounced that it motivated roderick morrow what man you who runs a comedy podcast a black guy who tells hey turn up <laughs> to start the popular hashtag burning so black which mocks sanders supporters defense of the senator's civil rights record mm-hmm. tia also one of netroots Net nation's activists told me that she believes sanders responded effectively to their demands that he speak more on racial ju- injustice but for example sanders published a comprehensive criminal justice reform page on his campaign site and he did a better job of discussing the intersection of racism and economic justice the problem for also was that sanders failed to articulate what the political revolution he so often talked about would mean for black people i don't think what bernie stands for is out of line with what a lot of the black community and black progressive movements prioritize she said it's just that when it comes from that dominant white male perspective on what's really important and overemphasis on class struggle absent racist anal- racial analysis even if we're talking about class struggle why is his position on reparations that unrealistic i mean that it's unrealistic 
so yep man just um i tried to tell y'all but hey you rather would have cussed me out cool yeah like i said you cool i'm i'm irrational and illogical and will continue to be Mm-hmm. what's funny is just 22 percent of voters uh according to this poll uh agree with obama that hillary is the most qualified white house hope forever and they say trump is just as qualified as she is but it ain't no sexism y'all it's just completely this is just completely about her qualifications many people feel that a failed businessman who's been bankrupt many times uh is just as qualified as a person that has been with a vagina well basically a person with a vagina and yes mm-hmm. yeah basically i mean hey you know what she gonna do put it all over the place she probably up to age but she probably going through menopause so what are we talking about here i mean it's you know uh all them ovaries and shit mm-hmm. yeah apparently um with about a quarter of voters saying they agree with obama's statement about clinton topping the charts of presidential experience another 65 percent disagree with his comment outright the poll show another 13 percent of voters were undecided on this initial question breaking it down by party just five percent of republicans agree with obama's statement well that's par for the course when pollsters asked the question to voters obama wasn't identified as making a remark another 15 percent of voters not affiliated with either party agreed democrats agree more with the president but not the majority just 42 percent so like even the majority of democrats do not agree that hillary clinton's the one of the most well, the most qualified presidential candidate ever cool um so then um you know she because she was first lady uh she was a senator for new york she was secretary of state you know mm-hmm. um but that apparently that's the same uh to let's see 40 percent of voters who said uh that trump was better qualified to be president of the united states Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) um the penis in them balls Mm mm-hmm yep yep 27 but uh yeah anyway it's just most of these motherfuckers think that you know it's about the same well you know what what what's the problem some people even think he was that trump is more qualified but it's not anything to do with gender or sexism or anything guys nope. nothing to see here move on okay you're making it up you nothing to see got it thank you um this is some sad sad news right here memphis bleak mm-hmm. who you guys may know from such smash hits as songs that jay-z put him on mm-hmm. uh jay constantly talk about him uh you may know him uh from being in the lyrics to dear summer uh <laughs> where jay-z shot him out uh <laughs> uh so wow why is the top track on title for memphis bleak dear summer that's so sad uh i don't even think he raps on that anyway apparently man bleak just declared bankruptcy and says he only has a hundred dollars in cash mm, that's not good mm-hmm. um even though jay-z said um as long as i'm alive you're a millionaire somebody was lying okay uh he apparently uh he has a, i can't be your personal accountant he hasn't released the album in over a decade um but uh yeah he still he says he don't have it um 
he filed the petition march 14th in u.s federal court in new jersey his total assets which include a jersey home a chevy impala clothing and wedding rings total two hundred seventy four thousand dollars however his liabilities total three hundred and fifty thousand dollars he also claims he only has a hundred dollars in cash at his chase business account in that is empty and his business get low touring is worth nothing Oh, should I get low touring? Right. What kind of tours is get low taking you on? That sounds like you're gonna get shot at. Get some diseases. Get low. Pow, pow, pow. Get low and hide. Get if low look, and run. If you look to the right, you'll see where Troy Half was shooting. Oh, there he is. Everybody get low. <laughs> That's gonna be the whole tour. Mm-hmm. He's back, y'all. He's if you look to the right, you'll see the avenue where Tupac was shot coming out the studio oh get low get low productions torn then make sure you guys turn to the right and duck down uh bleak reportedly earned six thousand dollars a month five hundred seventy one dollars in royalties and five thousand three hundred forty dollars and ninety four cent from his business however his monthly expenses amount to five thousand three hundred seventy seven leaving him with five hundred thirty four thirty four dollars and ninety four cents at the bills the bankruptcy is pending while bleak formulates a plan to pay back his creditors he currently owes three hundred thirty-five thousand on his home twenty-four thousand on chevy impala nine thousand to the irs thirteen thousand to monmouth county superior court you know this is good news for somebody mona what you know mona 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 like hey he gonna be on the new season bleak we talking about revamping love and hip-hop new york and you don't be too proud to come get this money you willing to have your wife fake an abortion? Hmm? Next season. You, you, you willing to do some domestic violence to be on TV? What you trying to do? We love to get a storyline about erectile dysfunction in here if you were willing to, bleep. <laughs> you only have to take off your hat. Ask Papoose, okay? You never take that hat off. Nobody got to know what's under your head, bleep. Uh, it's doubtful that Bleak will be bailed out by Jay as he doesn't list any support from friends or family in his petition, but hopefully he solves his financial, uh, issues just as he did in 2007 when he was poorly hit with a federal tax lien of $37,750. Well, good luck, Bleak. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully it's all right. Mm. I hope his wife don't leave him. People are gonna be walking in the street like, is that your chick? Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> you don't have enough hits to keep making these jokes. Sorry, mm-hmm. y'all. Uh <laughs> any of them that y'all would know. <laughs> but I like, what? That's you made that up, Rod. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe he won't just be out trying to get high. No. <laughs> what happened to Rock La Familia? Hmm? Mm-hmm. The dynasty? gonna be selling the chinasty to try to get some of this money Aww. back i'm sorry i know what y'all thinking why you want to hate featuring noriega i don't know y'all ah, i don't know either i can't help it this is what we do around here all right let me stop before i get murder murder um <laughs> <laughs> it's like five people that know them songs <laughs> like, that's my shit rod oh man it's like five niggas from new york that still smoke black and miles or what tims that got them jokes uh <laughs> shout out to you shout out to all my people that play basketball in tims and jeans okay mm-hmm. I, who puts on for you if not ride okay you were your fitted to the office on wednesday in pride okay with pride with your yankees hat on okay you welcome brothers mm-hmm. and sisters i don't know what kind of you know might be some rod diggers in the audience 
uh speaking of women that's gone to jail martha stewart blast lazy millennials saying most still live with their parents and don't have enough initiative to work hard Mm-hmm. bitch if you don't go somewhere and make some eggs and call it a fucking day <laughs> what you talking about make some eggs uh, <laughs> get out of here the woman that went to jail get out of here yeah she said that uh, did you forget that you've been mm-hmm. locked up right if she was black people would bring that shit up bitch you've been locked up what are you talking about she made a fortune from selling recipes pots and books and said that most millennials still live with their parents she urged them to have that they have to work for it it was with luxury listings nyc she did this interview so i think every business is trying to target millennials but who are millennials now we are finding out they are living with their parents they don't have the initiative to go out and find a little apartment and grow a tomato plant on the terrace she added i understand the plight of younger people the economic circumstances out there are very grim no you don't because if you did you wouldn't make that statement but you have to work for it you have to strive for it you have to go after it no you don't because the thing is uh for millenniums it's not even like it was a man roger went to college you have people getting out and with with loans and they get a job that they can't even fucking afford to pay the loans back more people are having children later in life they're not getting married they're getting married later in life they're staying at home later in life because if you got them a hundred thousand dollars in debt but you don't got a hundred thousand dollar fucking house that you're living in you you yeah you're gonna go home with your mama yeah you are you're gonna stay home with your mama yeah she on that uh orange is the new black shit i guess right and a lot of like you know what i think also she realized themselves going down because you know what them people would be out trying to buy her expensive ass shit but they're mm-hmm. not no more because they can't afford it and she blaming the fact that they are lazy right they can't afford the martha stewart mixer does she still have a tv show is she still on is that a thing was she on t wasn't she on tv at some point mm-hmm. like is that is that still a thing that she does selling stuff on tv right and when people say stuff like that it just shows your ignorance man your ignorance because it is real out there you 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 23 24 years old and you 500 600 dollars in debt that ain't no joke mm-hmm. well uh she's like i understand you know times is hard but y'all you know when i was a kid at 19 i released my first cookery book uh and then i got married at 19 and immediately got an apartment and fixed it up and it made me enormously proud and then i bought penny about furniture at auctions for pennies she said yeah 19 doll a lot of these students actually go to school and get education so they're not getting married at 19 they don't want a penny pinch they 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 trying to do better and i'm glad for her success but you know what everybody don't want ain't gonna have the success that you have at what at what you, what you did she now has a business worth more than 300 million dollars she's worked as a stockbroker a chanel model and a caterer uh before she uh had also just been dubbed the queen of facebook live the social media brand's live video service and she occasionally gets more viewers on some of her cookery videos than her hallmark program the martha stewart show oh so well, i guess she does still have a show maybe i don't know uh which that was in 2010 so maybe it's not out i don't know 
uh the home goods mogul and cookbook author from new jersey was excited to talk to the mail online recently about a fast-growing meal kit business martha and marley spoon so you get a yeah it's similar to blue apron i've yeah. seen it but there you go man get off your lazy asses millennial you weak handshake motherfuckers martha stewart gonna shank you you don't get right I'm trying to tell you she ain't been jail mm-hmm you know uh, she know how to use that good old parent knife yeah that's what it is horror oh scary as a spanish bullfighter was gored in front of everybody in the arena and on tv live in the 87th uh 87th 87th what is 87th 87th why they got st next to 87 that is not somebody made an error when when the letters went small yeah that doesn't even make sense the 87th 87th anyway uh yeah he got killed by the bull first one to die in 30 years yeah so that so that means it was a possibility that you was gonna die Mm mm-hmm yeah okay but you know it's been a while i mean it's gotta suck to be that guy i mean he's dead now but you know gotta suck to be the guy who broke the streak you know they gotta switch that back to zero on the ah, that little billboard days kill days without a killing uh yeah apparently um he died uh 29 gored to death in the ring he was pinned to the ground in uh eastern spain his wife raquel sands was in the crowd and devastated by the tragedy mm, she gonna end up on snapped watch she drugged him and made him slower that morning she gave some steroids mm. to the bull right but what she they didn't know is that she had been having sex with the bull yeah. coming up on snapped <laughs> we always told him not to trust her and new evidence with the bull turns everything on his head is this ah is this bull semen it is Uh coming up next on oxygen uh uh he was rushed to the hospital where doctors could do nothing to save him the crowd was devastated by the travesty apparently but i mean isn't it like nascar y'all came to see a wreck right you you devastated but it's a motherfucking bull it is a bull what about that it is a bull that charges at you full force with some pointy ass shit on the top of his head he might get you mm-hmm. so that's one for the bull bulls won yeah, yeah. fighting on behalf of his brothers and sisters this is the first time the bulls won since michael jordan was yeah, playing for the bulls and i don't know much about bullfighting but i've seen some don't got that neither now but don't they like stick them with shit too stick them with, with, with swords and kill them yeah oh see you know who else don't know much about bulls fighting bulls they don't know it's a contest they just they just like we kill things that fuck with us so right uh i, I guess i win yeah he was like not today he's like oh y'all sticking niggas take this stab stab yep uh the bull's name lorenzo so it's a black bull ah there's definitely a black bull that got him uh so the uh rancher uh sends oh yeah so lorenzo's lineage set it was set to end as the rancher sends mother to the slaughterhouse as tradition dictates so there'll be no more lorenzo babies i guess i don't know 
uh or her his mother won't uh produce any more lorenzo's brothers spanish prime minister mariano rajoy led the tributes to the bullfighter shocking photos i can't believe this still goes on it's so barbaric and archaic but hey you know what hey maybe football is too what the fuck do i know shocking photos show another matador being gordon pamplona so the shit the best bulls been getting real close for a while um and nearby in a small village another man was gored to death so bulls yeah. out here winning don't they have to run into the bulls before this where people just yeah. run in the street and the bulls is running be fucking people up mm-hmm. as these bulls part of you know part of revolution dog they don't believe that shit mm-hmm. like bulls lives matter apparently they do yep well anyway enough of this bullshit ha 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 i'm just saying I guess I guess he got the point. <laughs> think you think the bull was uh think the bull was bored? I mean, wait, you think the bull was horny? <laughs> mhm. Well, anyway, it seems like he showed the spirit. <laughs> hey, who did the bull vote for in two thousand four? Who? Al Gore. Oh yes. <laughs> of course he did (laughs) why wouldn't he (laughs) think about it y'all um all right don't get all in a huff okay guys um man that's sad though that uh because i think they think they killed a bull too when they when Mm -hmm. this happens that's that's what they say the chat they killed a bull so you know oh they were gonna kill the bull anyway but yeah yeah he uh they said he the bull um gored him in the right chest which gave him cardiac arrest Holy before shit. he even made it to the hospital uh he got immediate resuscitation and intubated and he was given emergency tracheotomy to allow him to breathe but it was too late because it also had went through his lung and severed an aorta in his chest carrying blood around his body you know, cut his uh cut one of his veins shit. there was also damage around his heart uh but yeah the bull had been struggling so he must have been fucking it up for a while but it caught him off guard after a gust of wind affected his waving of the crutch they oh, that's, a, that's that thing they that, wave at him yeah they gonna make a movie about this dude mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was shown live on tv and viewers have uploaded the footage of the scene on social media damn you die now you're going viral so there you go man that's uh this horrific tragedy led to the bulls getting a w man yeah they got one um now they probably gonna trade them to the knicks because that's what all the bulls have been <laughs> all of them going to the knicks so they've been doing all off season uh let's see what else happened cocaine bust fox business producer katie welf wait Wellenhofer was fired for a security breach following a drug arrest fox uh man fox does not really have the highest moral standards treating that women bad and got cocaine what's happening here mm-hmm. uh she was terminated by the network on friday after it was revealed that she was one of 18 white collar new yorkers who were allegedly part of a drug ring in manhattan uh she was terminated for a security breach they say uh they didn't elaborate on the details her attorney of course said she's innocent she was 30 years old she's 30 years old and she was fired uh came the day after chipotle's chief marketing officer 
mark crump cracker crump crump cracker <laughs> that's such a rich white man's name appeared in court to face charges of in relation to the same thing he was indicted oh, on chipotle doing it too yeah that's why now we know why chipotle so good y'all that's bringing cracking bringing when that crack inside that chipotle he was indicted on seven counts of possessing an illegal substance uh after he was allegedly caught ordering drugs 13 times on a wiretap that snared the rest of the group shit mm-hmm. <laughs> 13 times um before she was taken into custody she mingled with colleagues at a building uh homes for heroes event to honor fox news host sean hannity she was pictured at a table with greg kelly the host of fox's good day new york and son of former nypd police uh commissioner ray kelly um man that's just how the mighty fall turned the world upside down Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) i wonder (laughs) i wonder uh, what happened when uh when uh uh, because i i I actually have the uh footage of when uh she got called out uh at fox and got fired see if i can play it what are you doing sup here Let me tell you something. The trouble with being a teenager is you don't know nothing. The problem with teenagers is you think you're smarter than people who've already been down the road you're traveling. You know what I'm trying to say to you, boy? Do you? Yes, sir. Did you tell your father I threw you out of school? Look at me, damn it! No, sir. Why not? No guts, huh? Afraid of what he's going to say to you, aren't you? My father doesn't live with us anymore, sir. Oh, is that what you're doing now? Go around feeling sorry for yourself, boy? Huh? Go on, get out of here. You're wasting my time. Please let me back, sir. <laughs> I have to get back in school. I can't go home and tell my mom I got kicked out of school. Now, why should I let you back into my school, Sams? Because I'm going to do better, sir. How? By doing my work. What else? It's staying out of trouble. What have you been thinking about all this time? Why should I believe you now? Because I changed my ways. I don't believe you, Sams. I don't think you've changed a thing. Go on, jump. No, I don't want to jump. Yes, you do. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack. Yeah, yes, sir. And that's how she got fired, y'all. Because she smoked crack. Yee! She couldn't even lie about it no more. It's bad when Fox fired you. I thought smoking crack was how you get on the air there, but apparently I was wrong. Mm-mm, I think you was wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? Uh, let's see. Was there anything else I want to talk about before we get into our games? Um, oh, yeah. In white people news, uh, Kenny Chesney performed in Pittsburgh, which led to seven arrests and 37 hospitalizations and more than 48 tons of garbage left behind. Nobody saying thugs? Uh, I mean, it must be the music, right? I mean, they can't handle, we know that. White folks can't handle this thug music. Yeah. Seven were arrested on charges of trespassing, ticket robbery, and assault. The EMS attended to 99 people and 37 had to be taken to the hospital. 
99 people god damn most involved dehydration intoxication no one's in serious condition tailgate party started at 1 p.m the city cleaned up 48 tons of trash god damn in 2013 he had another concert in pittsburgh that led to 73 arrests and 30 tons of trash so but they still keep allowing him to, to go to these cities this is his thing you know everywhere he goes thuggery keeps happening you cost the city tons of money he's the white troy Ave, basically the the migos but with a guitar and apparently it doesn't have any um oh my god look at that trash yeah y'all guys want to see the trash y'all want to see the trash in the chat room let me show y'all what it looked like this is this is this is abysmal y'all like this is okay america could you imagine if this happened at the jay-z concert look at that trash could you imagine if uh (laughs) Could you imagine if the Migos came to town and this, and he saw this? They would ban them. Hmm. You think it, think it'll be all good, y'all? You think they'll be cool with this behavior? You know, they want to. The police don't want to protect Beyonce because she said Black Lives Matter, but this this okay, huh? Uh. So yeah, they get drunk and go out there and, and have a good old time with the good old boys. Here's some of their uh, fans. We've some learned fans. 99 concert goers were treated by EMS. 37 were taken to the hospital, the vast majority for over-intoxication and dehydration. As far as arrests, there were seven for alcohol-fueled offenses, which the police chief says is a small number considering the size of the crowd. Really, really pleased, very proud of the way the uh, officers were able to maintain uh, public order despite an incredible amount of alcohol being consumed by uh, people, a lot of whom had seemed to have a hard time controlling. Yeah, they would not be talking like that about a nigga concert. And y'all know it. Uh, <laughs> um, let's, so, um, I'm going to start a new session real quick and uh, invite you guys all over and get Karen back on screen. Okay. Um, uh, what time is it? So, we'll just say 8.58 all right it'll be a second guys um the second half of this show is also brought to you by loot crate that's right y'all uh loot crate is a box of good greatness that comes every week of just all the nerd stuff and nerdery that you can get your pretty little nerd heart and hands on Mm Mhm. every month they have a different theme this year this uh july's theme is futuristic uh it's gonna be packed with all kinds of stuff as uh we alluded to earlier um it's gonna have like rick and morty stuff futurama star trek mega man um it's gonna have a model an action figure um and you also get a a t t-shirt uh you get um uh it also comes with a pin um we always get so much of this stuff and we we love it all you get comic books all the time um so people that are like how do i get back into comic books that's a good way it's less than twenty dollars a month and uh you also get well because you love us and we love you you also can get three dollars off of that so go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt and you get three dollars off of any new subscription so i say you get you some make sure you do it by the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time so that you can get this month's crate all right you're gonna want to do that um all right let's get into uh 
let's get into some other segments okay i feel like uh um well actually no 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 but i do want to cover one more thing uh so remember we were talking about that cop yesterday like tommy tommy norman or something i can't remember his name now Mm -hmm. that's how much i don't want want to hear anymore about that dude being brought up Mm -hmm. in the middle of black people talking about how shit is not just but there's a veteran dallas cop that broke ranks to slam the public face of togetherness and claim the black community mistrust police because they are wrongly arrested to help fill uh, arrest quotas that's something people been saying for a long time that's right y'all we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play we're gonna talk about that sizzle that racism um shout out to how far i started uh we're gonna talk about that uh that people being black and us getting fucked with assigning point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as we read these stories from all over the globe um so yeah apparently uh he's uh his name is officer nick novello novello he's 62 uh he's also uh a black man um and he has spoken out because apparently behind the scenes there's like a whole bunch of uh stuff where people don't like the police chief david brown and they've been trying to get him out of there for years anyway mm-hmm. so kind of like with activism and shit there's some infighting and this is just people going to the public with it mm-hmm. but uh he's a he's a serving officer with 34 years on the beat in dallas he accuses police chief david brown of failing the public by being at the helm of a police team low on morale and overworked with insufficient pay he said the police chief was guilty of grandstanding in his public appeal to hire more young black men to his force and he claimed that because that the dallas police department had been plunged into an all-time low with many disillusioned officers serving the public uh well one part of this is um i think they said this oh no this dude don't look black to me i don't know the the article said he's black but i don't know i'll take y'all word for it he's like a white dude um but one of the things though um is david brown reached out to black protesters saying he wanted them to join the police force he said we're hiring we'll give you an application we'll help you resolve some of the problems you're protesting about we'll put you in your neighborhood we will help you resolve some of the problems you're protesting about which you know so because i don't like how y'all are policing i gotta get a job doing it now that's is that how that's gonna work happen if i don't want a job y'all can't do the job any better yes it's you you know what i mean like i now i have to become a a officer i might have a job i gotta quit my job become a police officer because you want because it's so fucking impossible for you to say uh we're not gonna kill no niggas today but novella said large numbers of the black community in dallas distrust the police and have been wrongly arrested to help fulfill an arrest quota laid down to officers he said if he wants them to sign up he had better stop criminalizing them for things like having small amounts of marijuana right well you get that you can't be hired some officers fit people uh up by arresting them for being intoxicated when they refuse to show their ids and they lead to a criminal record and um uh and difficulties in finding a job Mm -hmm. 
officers are under pressure to reach the targets there has to be an end to the arrest and ticket quota that exists within the dallas police department i'm sick and tired of the public face of togetherness the chief puts on when he knows there's a lot of bad feelings behind the scenes novello who was on duty the morning after thursday uh after the murderous attack by michael johnson um on his colleagues said police chief brown had defied calls from four police associations in dallas to resign last spring uh he was at the center of a, a storm uh brown was at the center of a storm of protest when he introduced a wave of shift changes among the staff who were already resentful because of the long hours short st- uh staff shortages and low pay the black police association of greater dallas the dallas police association the dallas fraternal order of police and the dallas chapter of national latino law enforcement organization called for brown to give up his job after a move a move to put hundreds of officers on different shifts novello said i am not talking about the rank and file officers who do fantastic jobs knowing that lives are in continual danger and that each time they go to work they may not come home i believe the public has a right to know a real right to know what is happening and not just receive managed information asked how he would feel if he was fired from his eighty-eight thousand dollars a year job for speaking out he said i believe i would it would give me the platform to speak anything i speak about i can prove everything i say a lot of black community are supportive of the police and that is wonderful but a large number say uh large numbers say police departments cannot police themselves not only can't we police ourselves sometimes we go out of our way to protect the predator cop in my estimation the quota system is corrupt you are telling the officer who has a great deal of power that he is required to exercise that and generate funds for the city arrest generate money as a beat cop i see the computer i see the calls holding i see the inability to dispatch and deal with real-time needs we are vastly understaffed last month we lost 48 to 50 officers which is unheard of one officer left to go drive a coca-cola truck another who was 43 years old retired after 14 years saying i'm out i'm out morale is very low he said several officers have resigned from the force after last thursday's murder this number included a friend married to an attorney who quit to seek a new career out of the police service because he had been so shaken by the atrocities novello who was married and is a grandfather who has had several legal run-ins after being accused of whistleblowing Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm but he said he was only driven by the need to expose the truth and serve the public with his deeply religious beliefs spurring him on he called for better legal assistance to for dallas officers who's who lift the lid off of corrupt officers and says low pay also hits morale he said he was underpaid by fifteen thousand dollars at least compared to various departments we are we are understaffed and we don't have a transfer in policy if we can't man the streets the only viable solution would be we embrace the assistance of the national guard or some federal agency to help us police the streets of dallas if it would be very unpalatable because it would mean the loss of state sovereign uh, state city sovereignty he claimed the public was being wrongly led to believe that a full police force service was being offered up in dallas he said a police officer as a police officer i can look you in the eye and say we have got your back we are out there patrolling but no we are not i can recall a number of days when i went to detail in the morning and there might have been seven of us out there and after they had put officers on special assignment there were one or two police officers for the whole district there's a lot of anger out there that we have an inability to police ourselves and we could uh will protect the road cop as a police department chief brown however says he's proud that the homicides and other violent crimes have been reduced over the recent years in dallas and released a youtube video asking for ideas from his officers to continue the great success the department had achieved over the past year 
he said community policing had helped diffuse tensions between police and minorities and that last year marked the 12th consecutive year of crime reduction and the lowest murder rate in dallas since 1930 but his maverick officer said he is grandstanding he knows it's all about public perception i don't want to besmirch the man and i have nothing personal against him i harbor no anger at him he says he wants to hug officers when he sees them well i would hug him back i suppose but i have no confidence in the man at all he is very dictate dictatorial he is not open to questions it is his show the police chief has agreed that low starting salaries of his officers are a problem salary started forty four thousand six hundred forty nine of fifty nine dollars but a police officer uh for a police officer and go up to ninety six thousand for a lieutenant the dallas police department has more than thirty five hundred sworn members and over five hundred non-sworn members uh it polices 1.3 million people uh in the city of 385 square miles and is actively seeking new recruits on its official website um so yeah man um to me that's a hero not anything against hugging kids nothing against the 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 character of uh officer tommy from yesterday but uh this dude putting his name in the paper and saying we don't adequately adequately police we have we over police the black community we have quotas and to fulfill those quotas we go harass black people essentially come on uh we and we we don't respond to emergencies and shit in a in a timely fashion because we're out doing that kind of shit we're understaffed we're underpaid um and the guy who's going around talking about protesters need to come work in the police force is acting like it's not uh a, a genuine feeling to not trust us we're not trustworthy you know, like we need to end being revenue generators and be police because a revenue generator is a different animal yeah, it is you know when i know you're pulling me over because you gotta make a quota and you're just trying to make some money it's a completely different um completely different discussion so yeah zero to 100 karen oh for him zero yeah zero for me too like uh, real talk man i don't know i don't care if it is like some petty shit you put your name on it dog that that's a hero like that, that's a role model he just told the truth he was like yo man i don't want to be lying this shit is fucked up <laughs> like <laughs> um all right uh here's another one speaking of police some people went on uh in detroit went on facebook praised the dallas shooter said uh kill all police and they urged people to murder police officers so they got arrested four men got arrested uh detroit police arrested at least four men on facebook posts urging people to kill white cops in the wake of the dallas massacre the law enforcement across the country has been on high alert since michael johnson 25 shot dead five police officers and injured seven more to black lives matter protests on thursday since then counterterrorism units have discovered a worrying number of individuals on social media praising the shooter as a hero and calling for similar attacks on police officers detroit officers have now arrested at least four suspects after discovering they have made threats against cops online um one suspect wrote all lives can't matter until black lives matter kill all white cops another said it's time to wage war and shoot the police first while a third said johnson was his hero and had inspired me to do the exact same thing 
one of the men arrested had posted pictures and videos of officers being shot on his facebook wall and wrote this needs to happen more often detroit chief james craig said in the wake of the dallas mass shooting he has taken the threats to his officers very seriously and he said this department is a high state of alertness so i guess uh that freedom of speech stuff that people talk about uh don't apply to cops but you have cops putting that going out here finding random people and threatening their children and shit right mm-hmm two of the four um african-american men arrested have been released the rest are in jail on unrelated outstanding warrants dorian ruff of detroit beach michigan claimed that he was arrested in the middle of the night by armed officers on saturday for a social media post it is not clear if he was one of the four men arrested for threatening the lives of detroit cops in a facebook post that has since been deleted he posted a picture of johnson after the uh shooting with the captioning definitely a black hero hashtag dallas shooter micah johnson rest in peace wow he he got arrested for that also i saw so many people praising charles dorner after his shit i wonder how many of y'all came close to getting arrested carlos williams a friend of ruff wrote uh, after the arrest uh my friend dorian ruff was arrested at home for this facebook post i guess it's okay to have an opinion as long as it's not against your oppressor i think the recent events have reminded police is way more of us than it is of them they are afraid after his release from custody yesterday ruff said he was now aware my page is being monitored i'm home thank you for all your love and concern i'm now aware my page is being monitored i had no idea facebook posts would lead to police banging on my door surrounding the house with assault rifles drawn in the middle of the night questions were thrown at me intelligence were thrown right back hopefully i didn't offend anyone with this one and then the frog sipping the tea emoji because black people will not be conquered uh <laughs> ever <laughs> um yeah uh and he got a picture of himself wearing a dashiki so you know they probably was like he's in on it it's a game um i had no idea facebook okay so um yeah they they arresting people for um for talking about it um my question is a pretty simple one what about the people that threaten to kill rape and murder black people every fucking day on the internet who talk about racism no y'all y'all don't beat their door down they have the freedom of speech right if you black and you talk about racism i guarantee you've been threatened with at least physical violence um probably death and if you're a woman definitely rape so we arresting them too dog we finding these people because it don't seem like y'all have the same proactive approach um when it's when it's us because we're not officers Mm-hmm. It don't seem like y'all had the same approach. Uh Netta just posted a picture the other day of somebody talking about they was gonna kill her. What y'all y'all gonna um y'all gonna organize, get around that person's house with some guns or nah? I just wanna know. Cause I don't have a problem with people who put threats online being rounded up and questioned and, and asked what the fuck are you doing but uh i also don't have a problem with that when it's us when are you gonna do it when it's us though it's just for you is that what the thing is yeah because you have the power to arrest so yeah i'm I'm fucked with it in a hundred what about you same a south carolina fire chief got fired Mm, irony um for threatening black lives matter protesters i'll run over their dumb asses fired not arrested Mm -hmm. 
in the middle of the night no one came to his house with guns Mm-mm. but you know you can say that that's fine he was dismissed after his superiors were alerted about two facebook posts he wrote sunday night um idiot shutting down i20 i126 better not be there when i get off work or there's gonna be some run over dumbasses our lady updated his facebook page public service announcement announcement if you attempt to shut down an interstate highway etc on my way home you best hope i'm not the one not one of the first vehicles in line because your ass will get run over period that is all um so yeah he got fired but it's their fault though the protesters fault mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean well not arrested no it's their fault that he got fired he got fired yeah oh yeah yeah protesters got him fired yeah black lives mm-hmm. matter took they took a job took her jobs took her jobs um so yeah they said it was an inappropriate post um he's white he works out of a firehouse that serves a predominantly minority neighborhood you don't say and that the post by the fireman prompted threatening calls to the station house yeah you don't say they might follow your page since you know you're responsible for putting the fires out in their community right they might not be cool with you talking about running over people that are advocating for the right for them to live right so how do they know you might not let the house burn a little longer Mm-hmm. so yep um in savannah a georgia emt was also dismissed for using racial slurs obscenities and advocating for white power on facebook over the weekend not arrested though huh mm-hmm. is that is this, is this not is it a, is it a double standard to me? is am i tripping no you're not because it seems like y'all threatening to kill people and everybody is saying slap on the wrist demotion suspension or firing and these black dudes they like don't you got some warrants jail even if you don't still going right. to jail. uh still coming down here and talk to us at jail uh zero to 100 can oh 100 a former miss alabama was suspended by a tv station after calling the dallas shooter a martyr damn she was like the first yeah she was the first black miss alabama in 1993 she got placed on administrative leave from her job at a local miami television station after she called the man who fatally shot five police officers a martyr in a facebook live video on sunday a tearful jane said she was torn up following the shooting deaths of alton sterling and philando castile and discussed the guilt she feels over not mourning the police officers killed in dallas by former army reserve soldier michael johnson i don't feel sad for the officers that lost their lives and i know that's not really my heart i value human life and i want to feel sad for them but i can't help but feel like the shooter was a martyr uh jane said she knows the police officers didn't deserve to die but that she couldn't help the way she felt she repeatedly said she does not condone violence i'm so torn up in my heart about seeing these men these black men being gunned down in our community that i can't help but i but feel like i wasn't surprised by what the fight shooter did to those cops i think a lot of us feel the same way uh so of course uh hi facebook um i'm just reaching out to everybody because I'm just leaving church. And um, I prayed a lot about everything that's happened this week. And I can't stop replaying the image of these men being killed in my mind and my heart weeps. But I think more than anything, I'm dealing with a bit of guilt because because I don't feel, I don't feel sad for the 
officers that lost their lives. And I know that that's really not my heart. I value, I value human life. And I want to feel sad for them, but I can't help but feeling like the shooter was a martyr. And I know it's not the right way to feel because nobody deserves to lose their lives. And I know that those police officers had families and people who loved them and that they didn't deserve to die. But I'm so torn up in my heart about seeing these men, these black men being gunned down in our community that I can't help. I can't help but feel. She got fired for this. I mean, am I tripping or is this completely different than I'm going to run you over with my car or, you know what I mean? Or white power. I mean, this, she, she sounds emotional and in pain. I mean, I felt Um, a lot like this last week when I talked about how I wasn't feeling sad watching the videos and I felt numb and I don't know what you call that but for days i didn't feel anything i watched two snuff films and was like yeah they still killing niggas i don't know what to tell anybody i have nothing profound to add to this discussion i have no personal stories i'm all fucking talked out at this point they continue to keep doing it and it's gonna keep going and nobody seems to give a fuck um except us and like i said it was very difficult it took a while before i could really access my emotions around it because which was really important to me because i don't want to be that kind of person i'm not that kind of person yeah and we've talked about this before um for a lot of people particularly black people in our country everybody has their own defense mechanisms and they're various different ways some people are like well nothing's gonna change fuck it some people they don't talk about it they don't address it some people they constantly run away from it you know and i think for some people they have almost cut that part of them off because they're like i can't walk around constantly in fucking fear all the time like i will drive myself fucking insane um i can't constantly be scared i can't constantly be worried and i think for some people it's a defense mechanism you know a lot of black folks i personally think that don't talk about racial issues run away from racial issues this shit affects them and they see it uh whether they want to believe it or not uh indirectly or directly affects them and i think it's a defense mechanism and it's one of those things where we are not allowed to express emotions black people aren't allowed to express emotions any any emotion we have is overanalyzed is uh dissected is torn to pieces we aren't allowed to mourn we aren't allowed to cry we aren't allowed to get angry anything we do is over um anything we do is overreaction any way we respond is overreaction that's what it is she expressed her feelings and it was a fucking overreaction it was like oh you can't work here no more it's so wild because when no empathy is expressed for people of black lives matter or when they respond all lives matter no one's getting fired for that Mm-mm. you know when people like if someone posts a video and says i don't feel anything for michael brown he should have been uh, obeying the law or whatever they you know the typical bullshit responses they say that's not considered a fireable offense 
because they you're are- not legislated to have to give a fuck about anybody dying unless it's some white person you know it reminds right. me of what happened to olivia on twitter she didn't care about that white kid and that crocodile and all of a sudden it was like yo doctor find her you need to care it's white death okay you don't get to not care about that right you you, you know you don't get not to it's, it's, it, and it's one of those things where you're making my point for me in your mind white lives white lives matter and nobody else's does that that's technically what you're saying to me when you do this but yet if if a black person is dealing and wrestling and in their hearts struggling with their emotions and saying i understand these officers died but at the same time my people dying too well not just that i mean when we express black lives matter or solidarity or pride or love in ourselves we are aggressively attacked with not just hatred but indifference and we are mocked and we are you know if you just say i'm watching black girls rock hashtag black girls rock you get hit with well all girls rock to me that's racist like you just but no one gets fired for that is what i'm saying like there's no one's gonna track that person down and say you lose your job because you didn't care if someone says well trayvon martin shouldn't have been uh walking down the street at night or whatever the fuck people were saying at that time no one's getting fired for that you know like if you're not calling somebody a nigger or threatening to kill them you're not going to lose your job this woman basically said she was in pain and she don't want to feel cold towards these officers she wants to feel something because that's not the kind of person she is and they fired her Mm -hmm. it was from um she basically does an art program every week with this news station and they fire her um for from doing it um she's uh placed on administrative leave uh she's an independent contractor uh and they'll look into the matter later and all this shit this alabama organization released a statement basically saying they don't um agree with her viewpoints and it doesn't represent the current miss uh miss alabama although she was miss alabama in 93 i mean is anyone think like you didn't even need to release that statement it has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with uh anything so um zero to a hundred oh hundred yeah i give it a hundred as well uh by the way this isn't an article or nothing but people were talking about i saw this today people were talking about sandra blind and remembering her and of course she's a woman who died uh in a jail cell in waller county Mm -hmm. texas in some very suspicious uh circumstances she of course was also arrested for basically just being harassed by the police officer should have never been arrested arrested he just flipped the fuck out when she uh said like because she wasn't friendly about being a, a fucking detained for no reason right um and uh like i remember we covered it on the show but and but it's kind of brought up again today um she had videos basically on youtube or a video that was like homophobic you know what she was saying um uh being gay is a choice and and all this shit and um i remember when we covered it it was just like because it was like you know after people die they basically put all your information out there 
and that was one of the things yeah, that got yeah, uncovered in the in the weeks after it depends on who you are if you're black we go we scrutinize all your information if you're white and particularly if you're an officer nah nothing about you comes out well yeah i mean if you're black yeah for black people we're talking about black people right now black people that get killed by the police um tend to um you know tend to talk about it you know uh they tend to bring up everything you know your criminal record if anything you've ever said in a twitter post you know um like all this stuff and so uh there was this dude on twitter and i don't know his screen name and i don't want to say it because i don't think he should be harassed or anything for it. he was just giving his opinion but he right. was like yeah uh i don't know why people keep putting her name out there um you know in the lgbtq community and it's offensive to me to even use her name in a hashtag or to promote her or try to shove her down my throat because uh she is uh she was homophobic now he also called her a bitch but he deleted that tweet um later but i feel like um that was a way i had never thought about hashtags when it comes to black death and people saying like say her name and stuff i've always and and i'm asking you because i legitimately don't know how everybody else treats it i've always thought the hashtag well let me ask you what did you what do you think it means when you when someone uses a hashtag with somebody's name i know you don't really do it but when you see like you know uh trayvon martin hashtag or tamir rice or whatever honestly truthfully my initial response is somebody's dad like that that's that's literally when i see hashtags like that i'll go oh somebody must have died somewhere like Mm. like that's initially my first response and depending on what's going on in the day i might go oh, okay and go on back my merrily way or i might click you know to kind of investigate yeah um to me i've always viewed the use of those hashtags to mean another black life or brown life or whatever was snuffed out by the police um that it that did not deserve to die right that's how i always taken it like it's never meant reverence it's never meant um absolution Mm -mm. it's never meant that these people were perfect Mm -mm. it only means they should be alive you know i don't know these people i can't relate to all of them and i actually i stopped a long time ago and i don't know if people know this but i don't talk about how good or bad of a kid or person or or, or who someone was i don't because it doesn't matter you shouldn't be killing us period and it needs to stop so i'm not gonna buy into the respectability part of it of well he is just a man selling cds mm-hmm. and he has a family i don't know this guy he could also be a serial killer it just doesn't matter in this interaction you didn't know any of this shit and you took his life because of nothing but racism policial uh police uh over um use of force like none of this was um planned out like none of this you you didn't go oh dangerous suspect because i know what his twitter page says so uh i don't think of those things when i see that hashtag when i see someone's name i don't think they're a perfect person i feel like you know in a lot of in a lot of ways i don't know what they represent on an individual level and you know i don't know what freddie gray's politics were and i don't don't, need to know 
yeah I, I, like for the purposes of this i'll just say i don't know those things okay mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say i don't need to know i'm not gonna say i don't care because i do care and i do and i and 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 it's those things it's that thing where if you tell me some information i'm not gonna run away from it like what yeah, you, I'm, blah, 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 I'm, blah. I'm, I'm not gonna run away from it but i guess the way i i don't know if i'm being very naive or if i'm just being simple-minded when i say this you died and to me that's the end um right. and your it feels views like and your opinion i'm sorry your, no, go ahead. your go views ahead. and your opinion your political background your sexual orientation i don't give a fuck you died like and to me that's just the end of it you know um and the thing about it a lot of this other shit that people bring up a lot of times it's just to discredit their deaths that's it to me like i said maybe i'm looking at it wrong i think it's just to discredit the deaths you know like you died and and the thing is there are black people within the movement that go well, this person died in my area. Nobody gave a fuck about this. And this person died in my area. Nobody gave a fuck about that. And sometimes I think people go on these personal attacks against other dead people, which defeats the whole purpose. And my thing is, who's to say she couldn't have evolved and she couldn't have changed? The person you are now, you weren't the same person five years ago. And a lot of it is just a form of judgment, too. You're just judging people. I And like I said, I, I'm, I'm very simple when it comes to this. I do not care you were killed unjustly the end to me yeah i like i feel like that's supposed to be the universe unifying call is that because to me if it's not then it's like what is this shit really like if it's not a unifying like can we agree that you shouldn't be taking these people's lives i feel like we can start there that being said i'm open-minded to the fact that yeah are we asking you to memorialize your abuser because i didn't think of hashtags this way i don't think this means tamir rice is a saint Mm -mm. i don't think this means trayvon martin is a saint i don't think it means eric gardner is a saint i don't think it means sandra bland is a saint i don't think it means rakia boyd is a saint i just want them to stop killing us and 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 if people have issues with the individual you know people that have been killed who are who are dead and don't they don't even have the ability the opportunity to become a better person to be educated they don't have an ability to develop their life is gone you know um but i asked people this because i had never considered it and i just thought to myself maybe it's just people have different lines and if that's the case then you shouldn't chastise this person for having a different line than you to be quite honest they say fuck anybody that's on homophobia i don't fuck with them shouldn't have called her a bitch when you're making this point about you yeah, know some sexism in there yeah calling a black woman a bitch that's that's definitely a bad and he deleted that that tweet so i think he recognized but, that that was or he or she i can't yeah. remember the person but they recognized that that was the wrong way to handle that and to say that but to me even in deleting that tweet you prove that that's an opportunity that a person like sandra bland will never have right like that is a privilege that she doesn't have because her life was taken like we can't ever go back she can never like that image of her lasts forever and it can't be defended and it can't be nothing in can continue for her life because it was taken you know it was snuffed out and to me that seems to be the unifying factor but you know this person was like i'll never use her name in a hashtag fuck her you know all this shit um 
and i don't think you should have to accept that from anybody like i don't think you should have to accept homophobia from somebody true i don't think i mean but my question is if that's how people feel about hashtags that they're somehow memorializing and raising the name up and saying i'm supportive of this person and the views they had while they're alive if that's how people feel then i mean if alton alton sterling was uh like convicted or charged with statutory rape you know his his pictures on the front page of all these places his his name is the one people are organizing around right now so is it that we don't care about a 14 year old girl who possibly was black possibly might be a little black girl that that he got charged with doing this too is it that we don't care you know what i mean does it not matter or is is that okay somehow but but sandra bland wasn't you know what i'm saying like i wonder what the what are the new parameters if that is the way people consider it because i asked people because i was like maybe this is how more people view it than i do maybe i'm in the minority i've been viewing this as a cause and these are the names but as far as the people i don't know them and i'm not um speaking for them and they're not speaking for me as far i don't know what their beliefs are i just know they should be alive here's the thing i said if stacy dash got killed by the police how many people would not put her name in a hashtag and immediately a few people was like hell no fuck that bit i'm not no i would not do that shit you know she's it's too much some people were like me where they're like of course like the cause is the cause it doesn't really matter that i disagree with her and think she's a horrible human being uh end of the day if you're dead by the police because you're black then black lives matter dog, dog it's just what it is right because and, and and i and i think from my perspective it it it, it it's you you you're putting your own personal agendas, your own personal feelings, and all this stuff above the cause. Uh, but and, that and, but, and, and that's fine. You have the right to do that. But I just don't agree with that. I think the cause is is larger than that. You know because this you, you're you're talking about you yourself as an individual person and how you feel, which is cool. But everybody doesn't feel like that, and everybody is not going to be in agreement with that. And I think that. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, a hashtag pops up with somebody and you immediately have people just devaluing your life because you're black. And then you immediately have other these other people just devaluing your life because of shit that you've done in the past. We've all done things in the past. Mm. And the, I mean, to me, the key is they have no future now. Um, but the thing I was thinking was, would the movement that even started if with the way that black men treat and talk about black women if the thing was let's go into each one of these people's twitter accounts facebook accounts the music they've made anything you know let's look at the kind of person they are you know if you find out trayvon martin uh posted some homophobic stuff on twitter are we is it no more hashtag no more marching for him like would it even start is my question because i don't know because i mean like i said this is new information to me this is not something i really uh heavily considered before because i was like yeah but i would march for anybody like honest you know i mean if i was marching i don't let me say don't let me say that i would 
advocate for anybody i don't want to say i was marching but i would advocate for anybody like the point being you know and then also there's levels to what's required of people you know some people are like i'm actually being able being told to work like y'all want me to organize a march for this woman i i refuse you know i don't know like i this is like it's not neat there's no one rule and 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 to me once you start doing this you get into a lot of nuances it's like okay do you you and not trying funny you called her a bitch so that also is underlined there's some other issues going on there Mm. so if it's a man and he's straight and you find out he has some stuff with all of a sudden like if bill cosby was to die unjustly for the police calls where people be like well fuck bill cosby i'm i'm not i don't want i'm not doing a hashtag because of the shit he did mm. yeah i mean and you know what the other thing is this too um i don't i i think we're just at a point where and everybody you know we forget different people are different ages different mm-hmm. people have different life experiences right. and it always it kind of goes back to the same thing for me some people are at the point and i think i was at this point in my lifetime once now but i'm older and i'm kind of off of it but it was like if i can point out that something has a problem i feel like i've done something you know it's like being the smartest kid in school or something like i am the one who figured out why this was a problem and i think that happens a lot with people where they don't have a solution they don't have a better way Mm -mm. they don't have uh they just want to make the point that they're able to make which is that this woman was not perfect and not only was she not perfect she was absolutely offensive to me on many levels and i did not appreciate her opinion so if she's dead in the auspices of how we memorialize these victims with the hashtags fuck her fuck her death basically you can go back and try to clean it up on some like yeah i'm not saying she should have died but no you are saying she should not be uh uh memorialized in this way right you know because i just never thought of a hashtag as a celebration the only way to get a hashtag is dying i don't want to do that i don't want no hashtag right and 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 the last thing i want to do is die and have a fucking hashtag about me trending and all of a sudden you're getting judgment and you're getting your life torn apart from from two sides from people that are quote unquote supposed to be supporting you that looks like you going well bitch you ain't shit because in third grade you you, you stole a snickers bar and somebody else going well bitch you ain't shit because you should have just listened to the law well like i say i might be in the wrong but as far as i'm concerned if i see a hashtag it is something wrong something happened for this hashtag to come up something happened where you died unjustly and as far as i'm concerned that's what matters yeah i like i said i i don't know what to tell people because on the one hand i i understand dog like just because i'm not that kind of person that don't mean everybody else ain't that kind of person ain't no consensus like like i said when i asked about stacy dash and people was like "Mm-mm," i was like okay so then maybe people should back off of this dude because all he did was give his opinion what he's not required to feel sorry he's not required right. no, he's the not. same way that woman wasn't required to feel sorry about those cops he's not required to feel sorry about this um i like it, it's gonna be difficult to um 
yeah it would just be difficult if we're gonna go through victims lives and determine who's worthy and who's not because the line varies for everybody and like i said people march for alton sterling and you know there's this statutory rape thing just hanging right there and you know i don't i mean i'm like i don't know what the appropriate amount of time is going to be for people to bring that up or whatever but at some point i expect to see some people probably being like man fuck him i'll never hashtag that dude you know and go through this whole thing again and probably can do that for just about every single victim uh of police uh you know murder basically like you could probably do that for everyone because why you have when you have a unifying cause and you want attention to it and you want work behind it you also have to deal with the opinions of the people that come in and do that that's you true. want those retweets then you're gonna have to deal with the opinion of people that are like yo not this person that's true and 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 and, and like i said they like i would never go harass them or tell them they're wrong or anything like that but i know for me i feel very strongly because that's a thing when when you start dictating who's worthy like that's the thing right who's worthy it's like so now when people die we got to basically comb and go through their background and find out what they did wrong and do all this private fucking investigation when another fucking black person died but yet at the same time when it comes to the officers doing it and they do this and the racists come around and tell you that this person's life wasn't worthy uh, you don't want to hear that but but yet you're doing the exact same thing it's like you it's like you're getting it from both sides and maybe it's just me and the way my mind ticks i do not understand that who determines who's worthy of being killed by the police yeah i like i said i don't know that this person is advocating for her to be killed by the police he's saying not to memorialize her basically which i also don't agree with i think for my personal i can't tell anyone else what to do my personal thing is i would never not talk about somebody dying by the cops because of some shit they did in life i wouldn't if you die by the cops because you're black i'm gonna i'm gonna say this person should not have died and i'm gonna say your name if i can remember your name they're killing so many people you probably won't have to worry about this in a while but the point being uh i can't ever see myself being like well fuck talking about that person's death you know what i'm saying fuck like i can say this person has some horrible opinions and i disagree with them and you know i you know i couldn't see how that would be okay but now that we're in the age of the internet i'm telling you everything is i can point out a problem i used to be i used that's what i used to think being smart and in tune was being able to point out a problem when i got older i realized being able to point out a solution was more stronger than pointing out a problem mm-hmm. but but everyone has to go through these phases when you're 24 25 you're just pointing out all the problems in the world like look at this look at that he did this they did that no one's perfect y'all i figured it out and some people do get stuck there and that's where they're gonna live for the rest of their lives yes, is, they are. look at me i'm so important i figured it out but i don't live there i try to go well what's the solution then you know because there's only one solution i can see to somebody like sandra bland having homophobic opinions at the age that she was living to learn better that's the only solution like and maybe she never would have but we'll or maybe know. or maybe she would we'll never know we'll literally never know and that's the horrible unfairness of it is we'll never know because she was black she was a black woman that got pulled over and quote unquote mouthed off to the cops so that's good enough reason for you to end up in a jail cell and dead 
just a good enough reason you know so for me personally that's how i feel like um of the of all the things i would never be okay with somebody uh speaking down or 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 just i mean it's just bigotry let's just put it what it is it's not a nice word for telling somebody like oh you being oppressed because you made a choice there's no right word there's no good way to put that i would never stand for that but it's complicated man because it's nuanced to it and yeah it's not okay um for her to say it but i feel like you don't not you don't i wouldn't compound it with basically fuck that bitch right back to her after the police take out your life because then it's like how can i claim to be about the unity that i'm seeking right you know like i don't want to become and it's and it's human but i that's what i'm fighting against i don't want to become that person that's why i was glad that i cried man because i don't want to be the dude that doesn't cry because well fuck them it was cops that got killed what do i care i don't want to be that dude that's that's not a good person for me that's not a healthy place for me mentally and i'll I'll never give in to that i I will fight it you know till i die man i don't want to lose that part of me because if you're not fighting for the humanity then what's the fucking point you know what i mean if i don't have the empathy then what's the point man so i don't i don't want to give that up because life is so fucked up and unfair you know so like yes even if the most like vile person i can think of if bill Cosby got killed by the fucking police i would still be like fuck i don't fuck with that nigga on any level it is not okay to police kill him you know i would still have to be like he's one of the people in black lives matter uh that people we talk about like uh you know what i'm saying like he's one of those people it's like everyone's gonna have to 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 find a way to make peace with the fact that when we talk about police victims this motherfucker's on the list too and the thing is it didn't hit me until the day that no everybody's not going to do that it is not the rule that is not how that goes vast majority of people are going to be like fuck him and if that's the case then that goes for everybody like everybody can get it like you can't pick and choose like there's no rule that it's just you get killed by the cops but i don't like you fuck you and that's but that's the thing though i don't get to legislate that for anybody else that's true that's true and 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 i and i guess the way i look at it within i'm not trying to be funny and 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 maybe this is me do all black lives matter or do they not because the thing is we go black lives matter but that niggas don't black lives matter but that bitches don't black lives matter but this one don't do they matter or do they not and i'm and, and i so guess if, that's so the way if I it look was at it. so if it was bill cosby you would be like hashtag bill cosby hashtag black lives matter if he got killed yeah yeah if he got killed by the police i could still say fuck him but he got wrongly killed yes yeah see that's where i'm at with it too but i don't think that we represent the majority of people i don't and that's what i'm saying but like i said i may have had just a fundamental misunderstanding maybe people really feel like there's some sort of reverence given to these hashtags that i've never had i've looked at every last one of them as human beings freddie gray might have been walking around saying homophobic shit the second before he got killed i don't know it just shouldn't matter when it comes to police killing us but yeah it does matter apparently to a lot of people it just doesn't matter to me um you know like like i said it could be um it could be uh fucking i don't know it could be uh 
who who else is uh herman cain it could be herman cain it never i mean it probably never will be in these people but you know what i mean it could be herman cain and i'll be like yeah that dude was anti-black as fuck but at the end of the day they killed him because he's a black man and that is not okay you know what i mean like it's just not okay and like i say it's maybe it's just me being very simple with it like like it's always been just that simple and that cut and dry Mm -hmm. to me it it, it's it's like it's you you black you died unjustly by Mm -hmm. a state you know state sexual execution basically right okay this is where we are okay let's let it's not fair it's not right like you said, I didn't have references for these hashtags. I didn't get caught up in, do I fuck with you? Do I not fuck with you? And all this stuff. It's like, to me, like I said, to me, when I hear Black Lives Matter, I hear all Black Lives Matter. I don't hear a division on if I fuck with you, if I don't fuck with you, if I like you, if you in my clique, if you in my crew, if you in my gang. I, I, I don't see any of this, but obviously a lot of people, they pick and choose whose Black Lives Matter and whose Black Life don't. Yeah. So he was like, you know, don't don't bring up sandra bland and try to force that down my throat and like i said i don't know what to tell people because he's he's entitled to feel that way i don't like people are very convinced like people were going in on him and i'm like we are not gonna have a uniformity of opinion so i don't know like he's not required to march he's not required to hashtag he's not required to he's not even required to give a fuck to be quite honest true so i don't know like and if he's being critical and saying these people's deaths shouldn't be put on the um on the movement's uh websites and stuff okay that that's his feelings it doesn't mean they're gonna change all right none of these organizations are perfect and none of them are gonna reach a consensus on everything Mm-mm. none of these are uniform there's you know all these members of shit you know they're not gonna have agreement on everything you know that's the messy part of having an organization full of people especially when they're all agitators and activists and shit you're definitely not gonna all agree on everything Mm -hmm. so um i don't know man it was just an interesting point of view because like i said it was just new to me to think that way because it's like well shit if i thought of it that way it's a lot of motherfuckers i wouldn't be talking about dying like you know what i'm saying because there's a lot of people that i'm sad they did but in real fucking life i might be like dog what'd you just say no we don't kick it you just said some fucked up shit you can't be on my facebook page or my friend or any of this shit but if the police killed that person i'd be like yeah i'm sad that this person got killed because it because it was wrong the reason they got killed was wrong but that's just what i thought it meant but maybe that's not what it means you know right and it might be like i say it's deeper than the surface because to me a lot of this shit was just really simple and really cut and dry and also i think too like i said it's generational we're older so i really do think we view this very very differently all right so i don't know man i've heard people try to be like well i'm glad they killed like with alton sterling i'm glad they killed a rapist if they're gonna kill somebody but it's like yeah but what about the point of uh like this bigger point that people are trying to make but i i have the privilege of saying something's a bigger point right you know like because it didn't happen to me anyway and i you know and and everybody wants to check their boxes off when it comes to these discussions so everyone seeks for the the facts quote unquote that are convenient for them you know like hey uh you know 
i heard it was this way i heard it was that way well hey you know what all all i need to know is it i don't have to stop talking about it you know so i don't know man it's just you know kind of an aimless conversation i don't know where we're going with it guys but you know the point being uh i did want to talk about it because i mean it's not like i came up with a resolution while i was talking about it on twitter i was just kind of like yeah i i mean if if it's like that for people then i understand why they don't talk about certain people dying and why they talk about others because once i saw people being like i wouldn't do it for stacy dash i was like okay bingo it is related to that on some level mm-hmm. you can't deny it Mm-mm. so if it is that way for some people why wouldn't you be that way when it comes to a homophobic person and who gets to tell that person nah you got to do it nah you don't got to do shit nope you know a lot of people came down on that person but that you know that's just their line their line is different than your line your line might be like up to rape i don't know you know what i mean i don't know like well okay statutory rape cool but like physically assaulting somebody that's when i'm not gonna you know uh real Kazi 60 rapes that's when i'm done you know i don't know what everybody's line is right. you know oh you murdered somebody in the past uh-uh for me no for somebody else it's like what does that matter you know i've been at the what does that matter for everybody but you know either i haven't found my line yet or i don't have a line i'm trying my best to not even have one yeah yeah um, and, and i hope i never have one because lord knows if it's me you know i've done things in the past you know it's just one of those things where like you say everybody can go back and scrutinize but i don't like you know people to watch porn all of a sudden somebody protests and fuck that bitch because she watched porn you know where where are these lines yeah but that's kind of the internet we now hear everyone's opinions and for better or worse there's got to be that one person speaking up there's got to be a bunch of people that feel that way true you know so yeah now we we've kind of reached that point so you know it, it's gonna happen with all the all these people i'm assuming you know before it was just white people going through there like look at this facebook photo and look at this thing he said but yeah it's gonna be people like yo trayvon martin was a homophobic teenager as well so you know and then there's gonna always be somebody on twitter that is gonna say the controversial shit and get their attention too of course so all right let's try to end on some fun shit and play some guest the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right story number uno a 51 year a 51 year old miss shopping woman is jailed on assault charges after allegedly pointing a gas nozzle at a driver spraying her with gasoline oh kimberly a brenton of rattlesnake hill road was arraigned monday evening before magisterial district judge david Plummer in tonkhanok uh in addition to aggravated assault, she faces charges of terroristic threats and recklessly endangering another person in simple assault. According to the criminal complaint, Ms. Shopping Police Chief John Krieg said he was called around 5.45 p.m. Thursday afternoon to the Mihoopany Dandy Mart where two women had been pumping gas. The two, the, uh, he called, the call noted one of them uh, may have broken her arm. Oh, shit. Her name was Tammy Donovan. Uh, when she arrived at the scene, Donovan said she was pumping gas and saw that another driver later identified as Brenton was smoking a cigarette. 
donovan said she couldn't believe that what she was seeing and told Brittany to put the cigarette out but she refused an argument broke out and donovan and is alleged to have thrown windshield washer cleaner with water toward the cigarette to put it out mm. donovan got in her car to leave so what you ain't need the gas no more <laughs> but brenton started screaming at donovan that she was going to cover her in gas and light her ass on fire as, oh shit as donovan sat in the car brenton sprayed her on two occasions of gasoline from the gas pump. according to the complaint donovan told creed she got out of her car to tell the service station clerks to call 911 but slipped on the spill gas and broke her arm uh, Krieg said that Brenton was not on the scene when he arrived to investigate, but he positively identified her from the video camera footage made available to him. At her arraignment, Plummer told Brenton that she was innocent until proven guilty, but for now he was going to take her off, uh, take on face value that, uh, what was taken in the police affidavit from Creed. If it's true, it's very scary stuff, Plummer said. She's being held in jail, uh, for public safety concerns on a bail of $250,000 uh she couldn't post bail so she was remanded to wyoming county jail her preliminary hearing will be set for july the 12th guess the race of miss kimberly a brenton chat room let's see what they believe um let's see uh where is your did you ask oh yeah nobody black lives on rattlesnake hill road white ah! innocent till proven guilty not that not that is some white shit hunky fit the description black says brent says livy what up live joe spacer says white girls play too much becky Aww. with the good fire white <laughs> the correct answer is white <laughs> one person got it wrong And if you guys want to see her picture, let me uh, put her on the screen so you guys can check her out. Uh, but this is the face of a woman that will burn your ass up. Uh-huh! <laughs> oh, oh, man. Why that picture's so big? Why is she smiling so fucking hard, Baby, though? Baby, it moved quick. Oh, what? Yeah, do it again, because I think it... Uh... I'm sorry, did people not get to see it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because thought... oh. sometimes it's a delay all right well you let me know when they see it then uh but yeah that's that look at her face y'all she is just super like yeah there look you at, go look at me dog i'll be burning bitches oh my god <laughs> oh well that's a uh, pretty pretty sad scary shit right <laughs> i guess you could say she was gassed up terrible <laughs> you, <blew it. laughs> you think she was petrified hey <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right I'm, I'm running out of fuel on these <laughs> all right all right oh you think she was a little burnt out mm, i don't know <laughs> I don't know if these jokes are regular or unleaded. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they might be super. Mm-hmm. They have premium. Uh, <laughs> you think she went inside like, uh, can I get $10 on this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Not this bitch. <laughs> Let me 
me get five dollars uh on 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 this hussy real quick <laughs> like do your pumps yeah on pump three uh all right uh bonus round i mean let's go to the bonus round we've been this is a long show oh i say we planned again double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far we are one of one except for everybody but Liv. so we'll see if she can win this round <laughs> <laughs> she's the only one not in first <laughs> the first to last mm-hmm a new york woman 23 years old is charged with fatally poisoning her 60 year old chiropractor boss before remembering her uh in facebook post after she died so she killed her and then went on facebook like oh my boss you were the greatest i will miss you oh i know this is some snap shit for real a new york woman has been charged with fatally poisoning a chiropractor who had employed her Kate, oh shit i like the chiropractors what she didn't pop your back right what's happening uh, right i guess her spine was out of alignment mm-hmm. caitlin conley uh is charged with second degree murder and the killing of 60 year old mary yoder of oneida county sheriff uh robert mccoy said okay uh yoder died on july 22nd 2015 but a concerned relative contacted the police in october believed yoder's death was suspicious the day after yoder's death conley paid tribute to her in, on facebook medical examiner's office ruled yoder's death was a homicide caused by culture culture gene what culture gene scene culture scene an anti-inflammatory drug used to treat gout a motor oh. for the poisoning wasn't released Conley wrote in july 23rd 2015 dr mary i still can't believe you're gone yesterday was so sudden you truly were a positive light in the world and i'm so lucky and thankful for our lives cross paths there wasn't a day i didn't look forward to work with you you taught me so much and had such a profound impact on my life everyone appreciated your attention stories and laughter we will remember you and your light energy and strength and the best way i can think to honor your life is to emulate your genuine cheerful and kind spirit see that's when she overplayed her hand because i guarantee she had told everybody how much she hated that woman every day of her life real red flags that bitch guess what she did today you know i hate how she talks to me god oh she the worst my boss oh fuck her oh her genuine light (laughs) the rainbows of pony love that you displayed to me (laughs) you were truly a care bear and a smurf the oneida county sheriff's office said tuesday caitlin connie was an employee of dr william and mayor yoder who owned and operated a chiropractic family care located on this street i don't care about in new york Conley was employed there at the time of dr mary yoder's death Conley, 23 is being held in county jail 23 you decide to kill somebody what have you guys done with your lives hmm this woman accomplished more 23 than most of y'all ever accomplished uh <laughs> the sheriff's office said that Kylie was charged with one count of second degree forgery two counts of first degree falsifying business records and two counts of petty larceny so she was stealing okay the, the plot thickens do you think they was like how she got from gout medicine and she ain't got no gout right 
uh the 23 year old graduated last month from the state university of new york polytechnic oh man that's sad she oh, was school. she staying at home with her mama you know cause yeah millennials yeah martha stewart's concerned she was worthless anyway you know maybe um maybe she was right she might have been maybe martha stewart had a point mm-hmm. you millennials living with your parents killing your bosses there's no way to do it if you're gonna commit a crime commit wire fraud or uh no, some type of crime. yeah some type of white collar shit um so yeah uh apparently she's in some hot hot water for this um guess the race of katie conley uh boss killer she committed boss aside like the name of a rick ross album uh that bitch from work white memorialize someone you murdered like a step away from i didn't know i couldn't do that white still had the nerve to type all lives matter to her black friends <laughs> we'll feel right at home on girls never miss an episode of friends white and snapped white the correct answer is white <laughs> and uh let me show you guys exactly what she uh what she looked like and what her boss looked like as well um so this is uh katie right here katie conley uh one all glammed up uh probably on the way to the funeral yes. and the other one probably her mug shot um and then this one uh is her boss that uh she killed um by poisoning the gout medicine they was like ma'am ain't nothing wrong with her feet right how'd you get your hands on gout how do you even know that like by the way this is why snapped is so much better than uh stories about men killing women which if we're being real show a tv show dedicated to how men kill women would be very short and there would be infinite episodes because they do it every goddamn day come on dog but snapped is so much a better show because it really takes an hour to break down why and how women kill it's yeah, not because women have to plot sometimes right. i think dudes have a tendency to forget that it's one of the things where hey we know a lot of times we can't out physical like mm-hmm. you so we can't just grab and choke your ass to death but we'll have we have to do other shit to it's never gonna out. be simple is what i'm saying nope it's gonna be planned it's gonna be laid out yeah it's never gonna be simple it's, it's always she's gonna have a map yeah it's always gonna be like you know uh gout medicine could kill somebody how did you know that right. i don't even i couldn't even find that on google if i wanted to no i feel like women that get ready to kill their man you could tell guys cause they start dvr a whole lot of snapped <laughs> like so that's where that bitch went wrong because if you see snapped and you see the plots you know that that means there are women that have just gotten away with it because some of the ways they catch them are so wire thin it's just like and then she happened to make a phone call on her way to bury the body you like oh wow she would have got away from with it right the dude she was fucking had a crisis of conscience because men ain't shit oh that's how they got her that's how they got her like you got would have got the insurance money and everything and you went to jail because some arbitrary bullshit it's scary man anyway
a shelby township man has been charged at the police find sword and daggers shit what is this mm-hmm. a comic book guess the race y'all white a 24 year old man was arrested monday at bloomfield hills after police found a collection of knives and bladed weapons in his car Corey gusmano was stopped by stopped for erratic uh driving just at the 2 a.m uh police said a search of his car turned up 28 cutting in- implements 28 mostly were illegal weapons most of them were illegal Aww. so i didn't even know some of these were already illegal we're not enforcing this obviously Mm-mm. the weapons were described by police as a sword daggers throwing knives throwing stars double edged blades and folding knives he was on his way to kill orochimaru but police yes! stopped him. <laughs> somebody was doing their rounds in the wind village and stopped him he couldn't he couldn't do the sexy jutsu so he was in trouble guys uh police said they were all within reach of the driver gusmano was charged with a felony carrying concealed weapon charge and was released on bond because of course we need to put him back on the street y'all uh all right we'll be back tomorrow with our boys uh brandon and justin from uh medium popcorn if everything goes right uh hope it does because that song is awesome and their podcast is funny Mm-hmm. um so uh go to lootcrate.com slash tvgwt and put in code tvgwt to get three dollars off of your monthly loot crate okay get your loot on y'all uh until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.